Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. All right, welcome everybody to The Roundtable, episode number 13. We thank everybody for joining us. Again, give you a little bit of a preface of what The Roundtable is. So The Roundtable is an opportunity for us to get to know new people. So we love this year, different than our previous years. Mm-hmm. We never had guests, so everybody just had to listen to Jenny and I. So, you know, <laughs> guest was a special thing, but right. Jenny's done a great job of Thank going you. out and getting guests and bringing them on. And we love it because really that's important for us to get to know new people and for what yeah. God's doing in their life. And so that's been exciting. And not only to get to know new people, but also to say like, here's what we're looking at. Like, this is what God says, and this is what we're studying. And to be able to get the perspective of like how God's working in your life through these things. Right. And then how are we applying it? Because I mm-hmm. think that's the other missing link sometimes. And we're hoping the round table says like, let's talk about it. Let's try to figure out how to apply it. And for each individual person, which is the cool thing about the guests, uniquely God works yeah. through all of us in different ways. Yeah. You know, different so he's stories. using sure. each one of us and our giftings, and we don't have to be like anybody. Thank the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, thank goodness we don't have to like clone ourselves after anybody or fit a certain mold. It's like whatever God tells us to be, we can kind of break the mold. And I think yeah. that's where Jesus works anyway. Mm-hmm. And so the round table gives us that opportunity. So we always have our Special co-host, hey. Jenny. I don't so, know which camera to look at. I know, uh, right? I was gonna I'm looking at all of them. Where am I looking? <laughs> <laughs> this one, but then I have to You got a great producer that's going to make sure that... Yes, he is. He's yeah. really going to yeah. get it. And Jeff Diamond. And I got to make sure I say it right. The whole time it. I was prepping myself yes. to make sure I he didn't say it. very worried about Andrea. This. Yes. yes. Or Andy. I don't get nervous about anything other than weddings, funerals, and pronouncing somebody's name. Yes. Hey, that's scary. I know we're giving them the difference name wrong yeah so in the beginning of our podcast we always take an opportunity to get to know what's going on like what's going on in life what's Mm -hmm. going on with you so we always start with jenny because she somehow has like either these weird (laughs) odd things that's going on in her life we love to play off of or she's like I don't remember yesterday, you know, so it's one of the two. So it's kind of fun to always ask Jenny, what's going on in your life? Well, it's very true. I can never remember yesterday and especially like the whole entire week. I don't know. Just things happen. I go to sleep and it just all goes away. Like there's no memorable moments in your week. No, I have to either look back through my pictures or now I've been looking back through my journals because I have. Yay. So we can all listen. Yes. You know what else happened? So at the men's breakfast. Uh, uh-huh. You know how we were talking about that day one journal app? Did like, somebody download it? Yeah, so Adam <gasps> Shoemaker. Does he love it? listens nice. to our podcast. Yeah. yeah, and he's using it all the time. And, hey, Adam. Yes, yeah, and <laughs> thankful Jenny talked about it forever, and she finally executed it. Yes, nice. I did. Yes, I did. And so, you can use it now to take your daily inventory. I already did that. Look at listen, you. I wrote a whole entire page <laughs> of my week. But listen, That's your whole week? Starting no. yesterday. Well, yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Either you know the key points. Yeah. Okay. okay. Your bullets. But listen, right. I did do my inventory. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I meant to do it last night, so I did it today, actually 25 minutes before this. Yeah. It took me 25 <laughs> minutes to write it, but I wrote 
1,113 words Look at you. in 24 minutes. I feel so like that's you know a what? lot. Here's that is point. a lot. Is that's it? Yeah. Lot. Okay, I was about yeah. to Google it, but I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the point, Jenny, is like regardless of when you do I'm it, doing at it. least you're doing it. I know. Right? So many times we get caught up in like, well, you didn't do it at the right time. I'm like, right. Judas, you did it. Right. Let's just I celebrate like that you are gonna, doing it yeah. and moving on. It's and just going to lead up one day, two days a week. It's going to lead yeah, up Yeah, so we're all celebrating that you're journaling. Yes. You are taking inventory. Yes. You are allowing Well, I only to, did it one day. But you, but you did. But it was just Sunday that you recommended that. No, listen. <laughs> so. You, listen, you can celebrate. Just celebrate. Yes. You did it. You don't yeah, have to I give did. it like, oh, it's only. I know. Yeah. that's. I'm not very good at that. No, but through my inventory, I realized that I am not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Like, it's I right. am no, no, very no. Wait, selfish. Wait. <laughs> I love canceled plans. Love them. I do too. You do too. Yeah. Like I do. it's like a oh, breath yeah. of fresh pajamas. air. Pajamas. Yeah, you can do yeah. whatever you want. Like the whole day opens up for you yeah. to do, do nothing. Do you pretend like you're disappointed though? Um, sometimes. Uh, not. No I was more. really hoping. Okay. That <laughs> <we could. laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you gotta be careful doing that because then I they could. might be like, "Well, hold on. I don't want to yeah. make you feel bad. We'll right. keep the plans exactly. Right. So you just do the quiet. The quiet, like, oh." Yeah. Leave it be. Yes. Yeah. So you're saying, I I but do. again, here's the cool thing. So <laughs> taking inventory regardless, and I, this is what I was saying right. Sunday. Yeah. What's wrong with saying you suck? Yeah. Right. I Nothing. say I suck all the time. Me too. I, I really do. Me yeah. too. I won't grow yes. unless I say I suck. No, like, I, I have to. Me too. I'm very aware. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I'm just saying, who cares? Like, I'm going to try to get better. But I mean, I never told you I was great, so don't ever think I'm going to be. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I'm just going to exactly. do the best I can. Exactly. So I'm going to do the best I can. So is there anything you're watching, listening to? Any recommendations, reading anything? Um, you know, I'm not reading anything. No, I <laughs> But that is one of my goals. I read my phone every day, though. No, I Like, know. blogs and stuff, I feel like that's considered reading, just yeah. like okay. listening just like to it. Just like Audible your... yes. is just like reading. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's 2020, about to be 21. 2021, if you didn't know. Yeah, there's got to be a Almost in the year. It's yeah. right around. It's yeah. exactly. coming to an So end. you ain't got no... You, are you, I said, you ain't got no. You ain't. <laughs> it was funny. Wow. Somebody came up to me at church afterwards, their uh -huh. kid, and they're like, you know, you said ain't in church, and my mom tells me not to say ain't. Oh, I'm like, what, are man. you the grammar Nazi? <laughs> she has <laughs> calling you out. That's I'm funny. like, nice. I don't need a grammar nice. Nazi. You Pastor know? Mike did it, so I can too. Yeah, no, yeah. what's wrong? They ain't. That's what What's they wrong? went home they, and said. not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, so no recommendations, wrong. anything you got reading, um, watching, nope, no weird so. podcasts that you're listening to? No, not really. I don't think so. Were you I like the I murder mystery one, or oh, yeah, was that no, like Rayanne? No, no which you all both of us. are. Okay, yeah, like right. they learn how to murder. Do you people? like murder yeah. mystery stuff? Mm, just depends. Really? Just depends. You know, we could mm -hmm. use this as another like quiz because Jeff probably knows this. Lorena Bobbitt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see? Yeah. He from that generation. Well, oh, yeah. He knew that stuff. You yeah. knew who that was? I ain't born no. yesterday. When I told the story of like, <laughs> I said they were talking about mutilation and how oh, the podcast yeah. tells you how to mutilate it. I'm like, Lorena Bobbitt. They're like, what? I wonder if they have a wow. documentary about her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have Probably. Yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah. So I, I have been watching some really good. Pay attention to the hair and the attire. The hair. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome back not. then. Yeah, just wait till you see yeah, it. You'll know, what, okay. you'll know what he's talking about. Okay, I will check back in. Yeah. Okay, so Jeff, tell us a little bit about you. So Jeff and I have known each other. I think it's about seven years yeah, I was now. Say, wow. It's been been yeah. quite a while. Seven and, or eight years. You know, so yeah. tell the audience a little bit about who you okay. are, what's going on in your life, maybe two. What are you reading, listening to? What's cool. happening? What are you excited about? Um, well, I'm Jeff. I'm born <laughs> here in town. 
Um, I started coming to Life Church about, I think it was seven or eight years ago. My daughter kind of brought me here because of the youth at that time. Mm-hmm. Like her friends group kind of came here, so it brought us online. And um, I worked with the youth ministry here. It was the first time I ever really got involved in a church in that way. Like, I don't know what camera to look at. Which one am I looking you at? Don't, he'll switch the, he's a, we got a producer that right. yeah, switch it around. Really so cool. you can look, look at it. I'm going to look forward at that you one. You can look at Jenny. You can <laughs> look at me. Anybody. Yeah, the rest Anybody. of it. Um, Jeff, you never went to church before life? I did. I mean, kind of or what? I, I did mean, for I a little bit. I this part. I went to like, um, I was raised Lutheran, so I went to St. Peter Lutheran here in town. Was like okay, well, that's that a big switch from back to life church. Yes, yeah. Um. I had some stuff that kind of turned me off from that church, other than the casserole dinners every Sunday. Like they, they the Lutherans <laughs> are the best about casseroles and yeah, the potluck, the potluck. Pot oh yeah, oh, I need yeah. to know your favorite casserole. My favorite tuna. Ew. Oh, I grew up eating tuna noodles, I love man. That was tuna so good. They, they bake it? Yes, you bake tuna, tuna casserole. casserole. So good. Warm tuna? Yes, yes. yes. warm tuna. Sardines. Delicious. That's sick. It's good. That's no, sick. What's your favorite one? Tuna. We'll go That's tuna. Sick. Yeah. It's Um, but I was kind of raised in that church and then, um, there was a time in my life where it just wasn't anything important. Um, but I didn't have a relationship. Mm -hmm. It it was more of the religious act of going to church and I was an acolyte. So I aimlessly lit candles and I still don't really, the guy that wears the robe and walks down the aisle and you like, you have to like get tied up and then then you sit up there on the side while the the pastor is up there in the the pulpit (laughs) preaching (laughs) the word. Um, Nothing against it because I did I did learn a lot because you had to do a lot of memorization. Yeah, so I was acolyte. raised I was raised in a Lutheran church though from like first grade to eighth grade. So I had that to get seed, like confirmed confirmed into the church. The way you did that is you had to like learn and memorize verses and do the Wednesday and the acolyte yeah. and all that. So, um, but after that I just didn't really have any urge or desire to go back to church. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I joined a service, so I was in a service for nine years in, in the infantry. Um, got in a real bad accident on one of my deployments and it kind of, um, divided me. Mm. Like I had a really cool, uh, chaplain, his name was Nesda, came up and gave me Nesta. the book of Job. Yeah. Cause the accident <laughs> I was involved in caused the death. So, um, I had a lot of guilt that I was oh, written wow. with. I, I was really, um, it was a really tough time in my life. I just didn't know really what to do, like what was going on. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I'll um, never forget the time you sat down with me and told me that story. Yeah. Like I still remember it to the day, like when you sat down and said, like this is the story that kind of like there was this moment, Yeah, you know, that that happened. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah. It was definitely a moment. And it wasn't like a – I think it was like the beginning of like some fruit that had been planted a long yeah. time ago that right. was coming out. But mm-hmm. it, it's weird when it comes in a situation like that. Right. Like you don't see something growing, blooming out of something so devastating right. in one's life, right? You don't think. You don't think, right? right. So I uh, um, had a really rough uh, marriage, and we ended up getting a divorce, and um, I ended up with um, Andrea. We were dating for a while there, and uh, it helped me a lot. And I was still going through some, I guess, post-traumatic stress and anxiety. Mm. Oh, and, I bet. And whatnot. And my daughter is the one that actually talked me, like, going back to church. She's like, hey, why don't you go to church? Mm. Like, All right. So we went to the well. Oh, um, yeah. I love Josh. Josh is yep. a great guy. Oh, yeah. um, really good friend. We met them early on when they first moved here from the Twin Cities or wherever. They, I can't remember where they came from. Um, New York? N- no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Twin. <laughs> no, what? Twin Cities. Twin. That's an actual city? <laughs> yeah. The Twin Cities That's are a from... City? Anyways, uh, I believe they were <laughs> from Minneapolis. Minneapolis is I the believe, Twin but I can't Why remember. Why would that be the Twin Cities? 
Um, I would think the World Trade Center, they would be the Twin Cities, wouldn't you? That's I think they call that the Windy City. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah. No, no that's the Chicago. Windy City, Chicago. Chicago. Okay. We are messed We're, up. We got this. That. Hang in there, everybody. It's all right. It's <laughs> hang in there. It's okay. Yeah. Don't leave. Nobody, yeah, Don't nobody, unsubscribe. Okay. We're, yeah. we're good. Oh, I'll have to it's good. Later. <laughs> it's good. Um, but, so they came, and he was at the, when it was over at like the. It was at the YMCA originally. Yeah. No, before that, they're he at was the at Good the, Shepherd Church. Yes, yeah. that's what I was yep. trying to And think. I wasn't, that was when they moved to the YMCA. And, um, right. The yeah. old YMCA? So they, yeah. No, the new no, one. No, the new one. The oh, new they one. Went, yeah, they were doing church at the yep. Y. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, some time went on or whatever. We started coming here. Um, I ended up getting baptized here. I had, um, Hillary stepped out. She used to be, what was mm-hmm. she, youth leader? Yep. Is that yep. was her, her yep. title? She came here in college mm-hmm. and stayed here all the way through. And, so. uh, she came up. She's like, hey, you want to help with youth? And I'm like, hey, you're crazy. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not wired that way. Like, I love kids, but right. I'm not in no position in my life to, like, start walking and trying to bring kids mm-hmm. and, and share who Jesus is with them because I just didn't feel qualified in any way, shape, or form. Right. And there's still times I still don't feel qualified to, like, sure. lead or talk to people because, uh, how messed up my life can get, like mm-hmm. choices that I make or decisions. And then you're like, doubt yourself. Like, Oh, I, I don't deserve this. I shouldn't be this guy or whatever, which you know, we, we talk about a lot. Yeah. To yeah. say um, something. So I helped out here with youth. Um, I also did like your breakout groups after Sundays mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, and then we had a men's group going on here, um, a couple times. And, uh, then our life got real crazy there for a minute. And, I didn't come to church near as often. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of staying home and um, kind of living out the, like, what I want. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't church at the time. It was more just, I don't know. It was a bad time. Right? Yeah, it was just sure. a really, really bad season to be in. And then um, uh, a friend of mine, Krista, and then they talked me into, like, hey, you need to come to church with us. So I, I started going to Mission Church for a little while and um, – Something got stirred up in me, and it's actually part of like our joint testimony that we share. I was gonna say you are fast forwarding like six years. I'm really, really really jumping around here. Yeah, you you skipped like ten years. I'm trying to catch up. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you guys can share it together because that's the cool part of like your journey has a lot to do. It really does. If you just keep talking, he'll stop. We we were asked to give our testimony and like we can do it individually, but it just don't work the same. Yeah. We can tell our lives individually because they, I mean, I'm yoked to her. Like we're connected in that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you can jump in. Jump in. Yeah. Yeah. Slow me down. Where where was I getting ahead? Well, (laughs) what was the original question? Grew up in church. I just Yeah, he's just kind of asking me about who I was and like what it. He's going through a difficult time. Right. And then you started talking about Krista, but that wasn't until 2017. Jeez, you missed it. Well, I jumped because there was a few years there where I stopped really coming to church. It just wasn't really being Let me take over real quick. Yeah, Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, um, okay, I don't even know where to start. Wait, was Um, this when, so was this a year that you probably were away? I was away. Okay. Was that helping you? You can say. (laughs) No. It's fine. I'm totally a felon. Um, So we're going (laughs) to rewind because the story's real crazy. So when Jeff and I first got together Uh in 20, what, 10, um, Mm -hmm. I, believe it or not, was like aspiring to be a police officer. I was working for the sheriff's department for Allen County. I was working for the jails. I was in college trying to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You didn't know this? No, I didn't know. You were in the Allen County jail? Yes, I worked there. 
I was an employee. <laughs> yes. Not both. Yeah. You were an officer. No. Did people okay. recognize you? I need to yeah, know this. Yeah, it was this. real embarrassing, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Hold Jenny. on, let her finish. She'll kind of okay. fill you so in that part there. So I'm just saying, this was, in my life, I was sober. He was, he's always been sober. Um, <laughs> yes. But I was like, really like striving to be an officer. That yeah. was what I wanted to do. I was in college for criminal justice. You know what I mean? I was working at the jail and I was working at the morgue. I did autopsies for Ugh, five years. You did autopsy? Yes, Opto- Why well, can't even it. say it? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's criminal mindset. It, it was, well, yes. that's why I was getting ready to say, like, oh, oh I have gosh. lived and seen some stuff. Yeah. So wow. it was crazy. But yeah, I actually got to take Jeff a few times. Yeah. He got to witness me yeah. do an autopsy. You did not. I did. You watched did. it. Watch them. Yeah. He did real good. So he didn't yeah. have to like cut him open until they got to yeah. the eyes part. That I'm you have to cut that. the eyeballs out. No, they don't cut them out. No, I just like. <laughs> oh my gosh! They pull the fluid from them. Though. I do. Like, yes, or I did. You drain the fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. fluids. We have because, that so that it like stays while they're down under. No, they use them for testing. Yes, what do you mean while they're down under? What? It's when they send them to when they send them to Australia. Oh, down under. Austria. Um, Wait a sec. Are you from Huntington? Yes. Okay. Yep. But you were in Fort Wayne getting all doing this or being Mm -hmm. aspiring to be Yes. Well, yeah. So you grew up here, mm -hmm. went to school here? Yeah. It all started with my morgue job. I really just loved it. Um, And then, of course, I got to witness like homicides and Mm -hmm. suicides and the cops would come in. So I got to actually sit down with them and go through all the crime scene photos. And like, I got really interested. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. But in the state of Indiana, you have to be an officer. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go be an officer then. You You know know what I mean? You'd never hear this. Well, it all got started when I was at the morgue. (laughs) I know, (laughs) right? That's a good party. No, I know. People either want to hear about it all day long or they just say, shut up. I'm oh, no. So right. it's, oh, yeah. no. We might have to do another podcast. So this went on for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then I got addicted. Long story short, I got addicted to pain pills. And um, you guys were together? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Right. Through the whole thing. And this is why you were working at the morgue? So here I am. I'm at the morgue. I'm working as an officer. I have a legal prescription of narcotics right but it, and i'm going to school and i'm doing all the things like you know what i mean it gave me energy mm-hmm. and i liked the way it made me feel yeah, and sure. i got addicted super fast but mind you like i have it was just like i have this voice over here like you're not doing anything wrong you right, know you ha- it's your prescription but then yeah. i'm over here like i know i'm getting physically dependent huh, like mm-hmm. what am i gonna do when i run out and then i'd start the sickness would come and wow. then it was like I knew I had a problem, but I was super prideful at the time, and I just could not. How do you even do that? Hmm. Like being in, in law enforcement. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so is it was prescribed. Absolutely. Like, that makes me so mad. Have you seen that TV show on on Hulu? I've I heard, heard you talk of about it. The, um, a couple podcasts. Yes, I forget what it's called right now. But yeah. oh my gosh, that's like the whole thing. Did you have a real like a true reason and why you needed it at first and then i started okay. manipulating okay absolutely right um that I, like i completely was better but at this yeah. point i was just um really addicted and didn't want to mm-hmm. let anybody know i was keeping right. it from secret from jeff even mm-hmm. but at um, some point jeff found out because jeff oh, yeah. and i met one time yes and i can remember talking about it because i would see you like mm-hmm. you guys were together and you know sometimes you can be like that person's addicted mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that person's like you were a completely functioning she yeah. was. for a long and, time. And Jeff said that. Like, I mean, she struggles with some pain pills, but you have I no mean, idea. Goes to work every th- I mean, yeah, that was that, two jobs. I was and, absolutely wow. functioning for a very long time until I wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's just what so it is. So you hadn't so. used drugs 
any time uh, before no, that? No, no, I okay. absolutely like as a teenager, younger twenties, yeah. but it, but it was like, never an addiction. No, I was, yeah. it was yeah, like, oh, different. I just you know tried right. that or on the weekends or huh. you know go out and drink on the weekends. Right. But it was, ne- I never have been chained to something like. So I, it wasn't like when you got this script in the be- very beginning, you were like, okay, I need to be cautious. Like, no, now, there was no, no thought I of had that. no thought yeah. of that whatsoever. I wow. did not think ever that um, that I would lose control the way that I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I ended up losing everything, my career. I literally um, had the detectives come to my door and they said, you're done. Give me your badge. You're How done. long did this take? Um, Probably about a year and a half. For, and okay. then they found out. And okay. so I was just done. Like, that's yep. how it ended. It was no, like... Um, let's talk, let's get you help. They were just like, you're done. Mm-hmm. And really? so, yeah. So, um, yeah, after that happened, I completely lost hope. Um, so mind you, he comes home from work and I have to sit him down and mm-hmm. say, uh, honey, we need to talk. Yeah. Like, not only did I just lose everything, I'm addicted to mm. some, um, heavy narcotics. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you do with that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you do with that? There right. wasn't any programs during that time. We had called drug rehabs. They were literally yeah. like $28,000. Yeah, I remember. And no, sat actually, the, it was more than that. It was that. more it was than like that. We were, we were on the, we were in bed that day trying to like figure this out. And it was hard for her to come to me because like so many people out there that will hear this podcast or have talked to people in addiction, um, as somebody that's not in addiction, you know, we are real quick to pass judgment on yeah. people in mm-hmm. their mess, mm-hmm. like what it looks like in their mm-hmm. mess. Like, oh, there's another pill head or right. yeah, mm-hmm. this person should have known better why they put themselves in that position, you know, but the conditions of the heart and where people are emotionally, psychologically, like what's going on in our life. We don't really, we don't look at that part. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is something new to me as well. And um, of course I loved her with all my heart and I wanted to hear out like how this looked and like, how do we, how do we fix this? Right. Well, this wasn't when people had as much of a, um, um, there wasn't as much vocalization about addiction yeah. as there is today. Or what like there, there's, yeah, grace, this especially. This was in 2012. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially now, mind back you. Then, it was way worse. Yes. Like, like, well, oh my God. There was no help. I worked in the courtrooms, like, as a jailer, and I am not kidding you when I say it was like, thir- you sell a Vicodin 30 years, yeah. see ya. Yeah, you know, there was no just tolerance the problem away. whatsoever. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then I also had that, just that immense, like, because it was just a addiction was looked at so differently so even differently. like this is very new yes um mm-hmm. this whole like people like do recover drug, like, I, like stuff yeah, okay. yeah i right. didn't even know what recovery was i mm-hmm. had never even heard of the word mm-hmm. um i just thought it was either you get high or you don't yep. you know what i mean so um yeah then when we do find out like this is what recovery pro- programs look like they're like sixty thousand dollars in florida and our 90-day programs. Yeah, the hospital. Yeah. Well, now that we know, yeah. like, yeah. the 90-day programs aren't really that successful. Not at you all. You know, mm-hmm. you don't give enough time for your body to actually readjust chemically. Like, you start putting off different um, – your pituitary gland just doesn't work the same as what it did before. And like, you're not you've treating changed, the problem. Yeah, you've changed yeah. the everything in your body and your mindset and all of that. So – so we, we stayed in this cycle. I remember him coming to church and I would come every now and then, but uh-huh. I am telling you, I was walking dead, yeah. like complete, like there was nothing penetrating me. I probably didn't even, I remember, um, there was days where him and Ava would come and I'm super mm. thankful for that now. But like when I was in that addiction, I would either stay home or I would just be like, Oh, I can't wait till he comes home so I can use the car so that I can go get, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? What right. I need yeah. because it got to the point when I, um, lost my career, um, I, I went into heroin. I started using a needle. Like I got super bad. 
yeah. real fast. And at that point, um, I just didn't care about nothing anymore. Like uh-huh. nothing. It was, I can't even tell you like, um, when, you when know. I went yeah, on, you know what I mean? I it was just crazy. Yeah. When that first started to happen is when Hillary had asked me to go on the Chicago trip yep. with the, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. eighth grade team. And the whole time I'm gone, I was worried. Mm. because I knew like where she had gotten what she had gotten herself mm-hmm. into to a right. certain degree at that time. Um, and this wasn't even like the worst of it. Like this is just like the, the tip of it at right. this point, like of bad. So the whole time we're in Chicago, like I'm worried about what that looks like at home for mm-hmm. her and for Ava and just in her health in general. Like, what is she doing? Like, Oh my gosh. And so it started to put a lot of stress on, on all fronts, you know, on herself, like, how do I manage through this? I don't even care anymore. You know, there was moments where it's like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I can't keep this lifestyle up forever. Right. Yeah. And can I, so this is going to be an ignorant question because obviously, you know, you can, guys can relate like how addiction works and mm-hmm. stuff. But I mean, I've never been through it. So anybody that says like, oh, I could just relate with it. I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah. What and that you don't. Part, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to, but, you know, like maybe to help people who are out there you know, that are watching, that are processing these things mm-hmm. and, and are at this place. Because I think, you know, like when Sherry was sick, you know, the the pain stuff that she was on through all of that time. And I mean, mm-hmm. they, they talk so much about, like, you got to do this because we don't want you to get. But, right. I mean, so obviously there's this awareness now that pain medication can move yep. you into. We yeah. have the history of being with, you know, the Clark's parents, you yep. know, Josh and Liz, who, you know, started somewhere and ended up, you know, at another place. And so you said like started with prescription meds and then ended up getting worse. What do you think was like the trigger or what made it go into, or what can people be aware of like to, so that it doesn't go as deep. Cause I, I think I hear you saying that. Like I was um, on the pain meds. So it was a deal. Like I lost my job, but I was functioning, knew I had to fix something. But then, and again, I'm putting words into your mouth, so mm-hmm. I don't know this is what you said, but then there was like this drop-off point. Yeah. So then it was, yeah. it got worse. So what made it worse? Was well, it- I've often thought about that. I think looking back, I've always been a very driven, successful yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I lost all that, I put my den- my identity yeah. into that. So right. when that was gone, I just didn't care anymore. Right. Like, yeah. I, And I was just so like spiritually bankrupt even, yeah. you know what I mean? And I've always been a believer in Christ. I wore this um, cross necklace every single day in my right. addiction when I was putting needles in my arm, you know right. what I mean? So um, I just didn't have that relationship. Like Jeff said, it's a huge difference. You can yeah. believe all day long, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I always thought of myself as a good person yeah. and you know what I mean? I Until I got into this, this um, just horrible... Uh, addiction I guess you know so um Jeff was you know did everything from cry to beg to cuss me out threatened to leave it did not (laughs) matter because it love it just that is not enough you know what I mean to get anybody to stop so um fast forward 2017 um we had moved we had we lost our house like there was times where we couldn't pay a water bill like we were Mm. we were really going through it not just that wasn't because the addiction that was just where we're at, where we were at, like we just were at a rough spot in our right. lives, like financially right. and our home and whatever. So we moved and we moved up to college where we're at currently, um, and we're gonna try to start something new. And for right. her, that was like, okay, I'm gonna take myself away from this spot that I was at mm-hmm. and bring myself somewhere new. Right. Yeah. So in 2000, still taking so, it with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That yeah, did not you even can't work. move anywhere because um, nope. you can't move away from yourself. No. No. And there was a part of me that was hopeful, like, okay, maybe we'll get away. That's what you think. You know, like, yeah. um, but it didn't. It followed. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So yeah, 2017 SWAT team comes, um, just kicks our door in. 20 officers come swarming our living room. Yeah. He was at work that <laughs> I am serious. I'm sorry, his yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, yeah. I knew that you. It's just another day to... in the neighborhood. No, I yeah. was like 20. <laughs> Am I exaggerating? I like, wasn't there. Me, no, like, no. I usually like, 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 this is 15. I'm like, but it was a lot. Like it no, was, they bring in Fort Wayne teams um, to do it. it so was it's not just absolutely kicked our door in. It was like the scene of a movie. And it was just me and my um, Ava there that morning, you know? Oh my so um, he was at work and they obviously had a warrant mm -hmm. to serve me for uh, three felony dealing charges. You know, mind you that they used to just... Like, I'm very lucky, yeah, very lucky that I'm sitting here with you guys today. You know what I mean? Because I No, I don't. Got, we're, we're blessed. I really don't know I what do. you yeah. mean. We, we are blessed right now with the, the team, the task force that we have that are yes. in the community right now from Detective Boxel and Hacker. This community. And this community yes. that okay. I'm talking, yeah. like, in general. Like, okay. it used to be, like, we'd just throw you away. Mm -hmm. right? So you're saying three felony dealings. That would have been, been a lot of time. Almost as bad as like, yeah. murdering somebody. Yeah. I mean, they would have, if this would have happened to me in 2008, nine, I would never have seen She would have got yeah, 15 I would have absolutely, yeah. 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 I would have absolutely probably got 30 to 40 year sentence yeah. handed yeah. to me. For and dealing. For dealing. dealing. Yes. You know, yeah. I heard manslaughter can get a charge up to 15 years. Yeah. And for somebody like, oh, especially yeah. for addicts, I don't got, even get me started on the rampage because it makes me so mad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm learning. Well, what I they, have no what, idea. See, what that they that learned the is like, okay, so dealing with the problem in the way that they were dealing with the problem wasn't fixing the problem. It just kept getting worse. Right. Yeah. So then they're like, okay, so it, it was like a big heart transplant. Like everybody okay. had to start seeing people as people and being like, well, how do and we get to And we're talking the about the community that yeah. we live yeah. in now. Like mm -hmm. I'm trying to understand like the difference between you're saying like Fort Dare and come down. Yeah. But part of what helped you was is because there are people in this yep. community that yep. have changed the their mindset and they've seen that people because of these christ-centered programs okay. i am sure of that okay. um that people are actually learning to um i really truly feel like people just have an encounter with god and it their life yeah. but um there's so many people who ha are successful in recovery um because believe me back when i was in addiction and before i went to prison i did not even know what recovery was. Mm -hmm. um, it was very new to Huntington. Right. Um, so yeah, so uh, they arrest me 2017. I got an eight year sentence handed to me, um, but they made me purposeful incarceration, which, me which means that instead of doing um, all that time, I went straight to prison. I did substance abuse and then with good behavior and I didn't mm -hmm. get any write-ups and graduated the program, then they could possibly modify me out of okay. prison early which is what happened so I did two whole years in prison and then I modified out and did another 14 months in a Christ-centered program and okay. then graduated that and then came home um, but for me I truly had a crazy supernatural encounter with God in a jail cell because mm. that's just where he likes to meet a lot of us yes so, he does uh, <laughs> amen um, so it has completely changed my life. Huh. So, um, I know that with like that morning and Ava, like Ava just did her testimony. Mm -hmm. Um, we yeah. go around to churches and speak yeah. about this. Right. And my daughter just gave her perspective of parents growing up in addiction just this past Friday. And that was a really traumatizing morning for myself, Oh my but gosh. it was super traumatizing oh gosh, for I her bet. to witness yeah. and to listen to her as, at a, as being a 10 year old. Um, witnessing that and even him yeah. and in the aftermath of like after I was mm -hmm. picked up and 
you know, yeah, because she's seeing her mom being taken away and they're mm-hmm. kicking in the door, which is scary. Oh, yeah, you all should see our door. We still have that mark. Yeah, they're trying to like, pry boom, it, you know. They're trying I think to pry it's it because they saw the drug dealers not as addicts because most yeah. of the dealers are dealing because of their addiction. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, with the most. cops, the way they come in and stuff like that, I think they're. I think they're right about a little bit of a fear tactic involved well, in it. Never like know. you have, right. and you, know you don't know, even but I was trained. you have to be aggressive and get in and get control of the situation before she might try to swallow drugs right. or hide things or, or, have a gun or, or, or yeah. yes. So that can go a lot of different ways, but it was, I mean, it really affected Ava and you know, I had to come home um, early. Well, actually I didn't come home early cause I had like 20 minutes left. They're like, just finish out the last 20 minutes. And I'm like, <sighs> This is the last twenty minutes of what my my work day. Are oh, they were gonna or they were gonna point me? What? Are you serious? Yes. And, yeah. and your wife's getting arrested. She was already gone. And yeah. Ava DCS is there was by at, herself. Yeah, DCS yeah. was there yeah. with her, and we were blessed with an amazing lady that helped with the DCS case. Like, just huge heart for kids and mm-hmm. situations and seeing people where they where they're at. Was she was a blessing for sure. Well, um, can we talk a little bit about because. This is the thing that I always think is fascinating, you know, especially when it comes to, because I mean, I'm not like recovery programs are good and other mm-hmm, things are, mm-hmm. you know, all yeah. of these systematic approaches. Like, I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not in it, so I don't know. I mean, right. I keep hearing like Huntington's working really hard to identify the drug problem and yeah. do things about it. But I loved when you said like, I had a, like, there's something that went after, but I had a supernatural mm-hmm. encounter, you know? And I, I think that's important, mm-hmm. you know, for us to not just like, Gloss that over. Yeah. Like, I had a supernatural encounter, and then I went to drug rehab. And, and then you know, I, I mean, McDonald's. it's like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's good for people to hear, yeah. like, because I think people have forgot about the supernatural. You know, yeah. I think we live in a Christian culture that have forgot that, you know, mm-hmm. God raised people from the dead. And, Amen. you know, there's just yeah. like, there's supernatural things that go on. And I think at times we're afraid to, not that you, but other people are afraid to talk about mm-hmm. it or even share it. Like, yeah. because they're like, this is so weird. We go to a normal church. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't right. Have supernatural. Yeah. And I'm like, it's abnormal. If you don't have right. supernatural, like if the supernatural isn't going on, mm-hmm. he says it's happening. You yeah. know what I mean? He says yeah. that it's going on. So why wouldn't we have stories about it? So right. can you, yeah. Can you talk about, about it, it at all? Yeah. I, I love Were you in jail or prison? I was in jail. You're it all started to huh? go to prison. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so when, hold on. Kind of like the supernatural, like that part of it happened after, the of course the cops coming in and knocking in the door. She went to she went to jail. She bonded out. She oh wow went and lived in Fort Wayne because there was a no contact order with Ava. So there was a real struggle wow. between all of that with all of us. You know, our whole family unit was like really just in distress. Yeah. Like we didn't really know yeah. exactly how to deal and manage with mm-hmm. everything going on. Um so she's up there, her mom has a stroke, a really massive stroke. Oh so my goodness. She's freaking out. I have to tell Ava, I have to try to like be that mom mm-hmm. element and yeah. I can't do that. Like Ava talks about that in her testimony. Like right. there's parts that I can't do. Right? right. So we all go up there. Um, Nancy is in a really bad shape. Andrea is in really bad shape. She's praying. She's asking God to help, you know, like what's going on, but in the same time shooting up again, like it's, mm-hmm. it's that back and forth in sure. her life. So there was right. like this starting to be this shift. Like we talk about between our, our being in the supernatural, mm-hmm. like, right. We start mm-hmm. to see like different glimpses of mm-hmm. it. And I think like addiction itself is in a supernatural. I think it's a spiritual battle that Absolutely. they're fighting. And I believe it's a lot of darkness. I believe Definitely. it's a lot of torment. 
I believe it's in a demonic. I really believe like it really starts to change. I watched my my best friend go from who she was to somebody I didn't know, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it was really hard. It was like, right. oh my gosh, like this was really like completely changed her personality. Completely. Her, like yeah. everything about her. Like she doesn't care, but she was like the most caring person. Like mm-hmm. she wants to care, but it's like there's this disconnect. As soon as she has to use, then she's got to go. Right. Go to the gas station. Well, there was a guy. There was a guy after church that came up to me. And he's like, we were talking to him. I haven't seen him a long time. And he's like, I want to share something with you, but I mean, I don't want it to sound weird. And I'm like, well, tell me. Mm-hmm. So he had this back injury, and through the back injury, started getting on pain pills mm-hmm. and started drinking because it was the only thing. To the point where, like, he just he's going to end up in a wheelchair. Yeah, you know, and he was somewhere wow. at a church for something, and some guy saw him and looked at him and said. I don't know what's going on, but I see demons in you, you know? Yeah. And he prayed for him at that moment. And he says, after that guy laid, took his hands off of me, I went from, I was getting ready to pick up a wheelchair to I'm completely. That's crazy. awesome. Yeah. Serious? And I'm like, that's so good. Why are you afraid to tell me? You yeah, think don't I'm, be afraid. Don't be afraid. Dude, I believe in that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. I, mean, I want his name so I can yeah. get No, I'm just saying, like, this does not. Like, She's got the next podcast so set up. <laughs> yeah. To just that's share that. We've already said that the, the war that's going on. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a spiritual battle. It we says know it, yes, all those absolutely. things. So why, why so, aren't we willing to talk about it? Real yeah. quick, I want to tell you this story. Um, we came to church here, and when I tell you... That was awesome. Um, you already know what I'm saying. Yes, huh? ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, at the very, very last of my freedom, mm. probably last six months, I started shooting cocaine. Mm. And I never Ugh. got into meth or nothing, but um, I am telling you, it was a very demonic drug. Mm. I had... I'm telling you, I would sit, yes, and I would take tweezers and I would pick my skin because I thought that there was things under my skin. My whole entire body, and I'm not exaggerating, was scabs. That's what I mean. It was so hard to watch somebody. Not really on my face, but on my entire body. You were mixing it too, right? Yes, speedballing. Mm -hmm. And um, I would hear voices. I would hear blood-curdling screams, and I knew that, like, they're not in my head. Like, this is weird. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it's complete. So we came to church one day, and I actually came with him. Mm -hmm this church and mm. we were leaving and there was this um i don't even know there was a indian guy yep. out here and he was pacing the sidewalk he's pacing yep. looking and at I the building like, across the street what's he doing well he told us he was from another state and he was going to buy this building over here wherever we next yeah. door uh-huh. And he's, and so him and Jeff, you know, Jeff, he talks to everybody. So I'm just sitting in the car and I'm smoking a cigarette and I'm thinking like, hurry up. And this man makes eye contact with me and he's like, come here. And I'm like, okay. And so I go over and I can't really remember what he like speaks over me, but he says, basically tell me like something ain't right with you Mm. and can I pray for you? And I'm like, okay. So he puts his hand, he starts praying in tongues and he just goes like, and I'm just like, of course, spiritually dead. So yeah. I have no idea sure. what's going on internally. Right. Now I know out. he was like in a prayer language, but then I was like thinking it was just like his native yeah. little Indian language, yeah. you know? <laughs> so right. I don't know. Yeah. And right. so, um, but I'm telling you, like, I, we have never seen that man again. I don't know exactly what he interceded Weird. for me, but I know. An angel. I know That's what I said. that we have, have talked goosebumps. about that yeah. experience. Says, like, you're going to entertain yeah. angels. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's yeah. true. Because I just had that whole situation. She's like, that we got back in the car she's like that was weird i was like no babe that was god like yeah. i'm telling you like there you can is see it now trying to speak life now into you. Like, like, right. awesome. i thought that was me to jump on board like it's gonna change today right like so like he's even said like god knows how many people were praying for me i have a lot yeah. of really good close 
Christian friends who were probably like watching me whittle mm-hmm. away to nothing and, yeah, right. and I'm here because of their prayers and right. my family's Absolutely. prayers and his yeah. prayers and it did not happen the way that we thought like no. he was does. not asking for Never the does. whole SWAT team yeah. to come and kick our door in and me being taken off to prison she had gotten arrested I had made that prayer like God whatever this looks like just do it right yeah you know I was ready I told her two weeks before I'm like you figure this out in a couple weeks or I'm out right. I'm done I'm, I'm not doing this no more but and, listen let's yeah. make sure we talk about yeah. this because it's, this is just forgotten yeah. like I think people forget to do this listen you don't know like everybody forgets like if there's a prompting from the Holy Spirit I don't care what it is you need to do it mm-hmm. and you need to do it without the idea of whether it is or isn't going to fix it because yeah. it could change somebody's mm-hmm. yes. yes yeah you could be the angel you could be the interceder and again you could walk away from that and say well I don't know if it didn't or did not work yeah. but you're sharing a story of somebody who saw and listened and did and whether yep. it was an angel that God put in human form, because we know that that can work, yeah. and we know that yeah. that it is, or whether that was a man prompted by the Holy Spirit to do, yeah. it's a marker in your life where you can say that was God. Yep. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. seen Jesus yeah. in her. That's my point. That, my point yeah. is, is that if we want to prove that there is a living God, then let's point it out. Yeah. Yeah. And let's through our story say He's living right there. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not that He fixed you. Like that wasn't the point. He, yep. but He did what He was told to do, and now it's a spiritual marker in your life where yeah. you mm-hmm. can tell a story and say God came to me even when I wasn't coming to him. So if yep. you want to know, if you're in this mess right now, if you want to know if God's pursuing you, he is. Always. Yeah. He's yes. not mad at you. No. He's not disappointed in you. He no. doesn't want to spank you. He doesn't want to throw you away. <laughs> right. He's pursuing you. So everybody out there that you're speaking to right now, that's yeah. what you're trying to tell them. Listen, like I know what the world says of you, but that's not what he's yep. saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he's Absolutely. sending people. Yeah. You might not even want them. That's okay. Right. He's sending them anyway. <laughs> right. 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 And I so, think your story is so cool like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it is. When I was sitting in, in jail, I literally, now mind you, I'm sitting in the jail I used to work at. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was quite the humbling experience. And me and one of my ex-co-workers got into an argument and I got put on um, lockdown. Hmm. And so here I am in a cell for 14 days. Can't come out. It's just me, the Bible and some concrete. Mm. And, um, I cannot even begin to tell you like, that was the moment where like, now mind you a couple days before I, uh, went into the jail, my mother had a massive stroke. Um, so I, so here I don't even have my mom to Mm. count on, like for this whole two months, like when the drug bust happened, I bonded out and I was kind of out roaming in my wilderness, um, for the last couple months. And, thought that I was going to have her thought that I was going to have him thought that like everybody that loved me was going to be there for me. And that is not what happened. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? My mom, um, ended up passing away a couple weeks before I got out of prison, but, um, she was down completely the whole time I was incarcerated. He, um, did not speak to me for the first six months. He was done Mm -hmm. like complete and rightfully so, you know what I mean? But he was fed up. And so, I lost Ava and my freedom and my mom. And then after losing him, I think that was what was the um, final straw where I just hit my knees and was like, okay, God, really? Mm. Like, you're going to take everything. Right. But now looking back, um, he had to take all of that so mm-hmm. that all I could see was mm-hmm. him and he's all that I needed. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? So right. he definitely carried me through. Um, and then he's given it all back tenfold. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't even right. Um, right. begin to explain to you, like, if y'all, if, Somebody would have told me five years ago what would my what my life would look like five years in the future. I would not believe. Hmm. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't. I've right. been like, and our yeah. life's like flip flop. Right. Like she was on her knees in the concrete in that in that place, searching and seeking God, mm-hmm. and mine became clouded and just mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I was just looking out for me at that point. Sure. So I went on like this 
weird guy crusade. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to look after me and make what makes me happy makes me happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I wasn't pursuing in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. I would still talk about Jesus. I would still talk about God, but not. Right. I didn't have that relationship. Like, And I thought I'd had a relationship, but I really, I really didn't. Right. And it was time where, I don't know what month would that have been, like August or October, I was on my way to the hardware store and I had like spent a week and nothing but like in scripture. Like mm-hmm. I had a supernatural experience myself where there was there was a presence in my house that was not supposed to be there. Like right. it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I I think a lot of it was just because the spiritual battle that was going on in our home before that mm-hmm. whole thing. Right. right. So anyways, that um um after that I was just in the Bible and I was like on my knees in my living room bawling like, God, what is going on in my life? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is too much. Like it was an overwhelming experience. And that was when I finally learned what the power of prayer was because I was on my way to the hardware store at work and I just pulled over and I'm like, God, what is going on? Like, why, why am I just so passionate about just needing you? And like, I'm just, this is overwhelming. It was scary. And he said, because Adria's praying, fervently praying. Mm. I was like, what? Mm. I don't even know what fervently means. I had to ask Google. <laughs> yeah, and I had to Google. I'm so like, okay, Google, Google, what does fervent, fervent mean, right? <laughs> right? So what I love about that, what he just said is now Krista, Roarball, she's one of my very best friends, and right. I spoke with her at week after week, like every other right. day we were oh, on wow. the phone. Right. Yeah. So she was it's like amazing. really there for me throughout this whole journey. And so, um, he would not speak to me, was just done. And I was talking to Krista and, um, just by listening to what she was telling me he was doing, I was like hitting my knees double time. Like, yeah. okay, God, like you yeah. need to reel him back in yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, just really praying for the spirit to just draw him back in. You right. know what I mean? Because I knew the man who I've been with for the past seven years was right. not the man that I'm hearing is right. out there. And so um, I would always tell Krista, I'm fervently praying for him. I'm fervently praying for him. Like so fervently who, yeah. praying. Who's the first person, oh. yes. who's the first so, person I call? Krista. Krista. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Krista, this is going to sound completely crazy. Like every crazy experience I've had when she was locked away, I call Krista. Like, yeah. dude, there was like a supernatural presence in my house. Something's beating on the wall. And I'm yeah, freaking right. out. And I started praying and like, it was scary. And right. The God just spoke to me and told me that Andrea is fervently praying for me. And she goes, dude, that's what she tells me she does all the time. She's right. constantly in fervent prayer for you. And I'm like, oh, weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know so, what fervent so means? You know what fervent means? <laughs> he didn't even know, know what that word meant, no. you know? So that was just kind of another, you know, confirmation that that's how the Holy Spirit yeah. speaks through us because I knew what that word meant because mm-hmm. I used it. You know, in speech a lot. Like right. talking I don't know. About I use words him, I don't you know, know all the time. Um, <laughs> but that I was, I was passionately praying right. for him to come back to the Lord and that the Lord would restore us and have Christ at the center. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. And I truly, genuinely meant it from the bottom, bottom of my heart. So, um, God is faithful. Yeah. And he you put know us what back I mean? together. So she did that time. She got out. She went into the um, remnant ministries at that time, spent months there. Um, continued working on her relationship. That was the trans, like out of jail into mm-hmm. remnant. Is that was the? Well, I had gotten modified because I had gotten out of prison a whole year and a half early. Oh, so instead it. of doing the rest of my time in prison, they let me go to a program. Oh, got so it, I did got that. It. So, um, yeah, and which was way better, you know, than being in prison sure. and being yeah. able to kind of rebuild our um, 
relationship now with God Mm -hmm. in the center of it and do Mm -hmm. this the right way. So that's just kind of what we did. And we transitioned Ava back in and, um, with him because she was living in Indy with my sister for the two years. So, um, yeah, transitioned her back up here. And then we got married in February. I was still in the program and then, um, took that next six weeks to kind of Cause that was a lot, you know, you would, people don't think, um, it was really hard. The coming back together. Yes. Um, and then not to mention, like I've been incarcerated for two whole years. So I'm trying to, yeah, it was a lot. Experience life again. So we got married and I took six weeks to kind of transition back home. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah. And, um, I mean, we, we, yeah. We made it through yeah. anyway, but there was, a few, there was definitely the thing, some like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, um, people always want that fairy tale story, but a lot of times you have to go through some tough messiness. stuff to get to that fairy tale story, you know, right. where you can yeah. then share that great experience out of some of the, the, the stuff that you had to trudge through to get to, you know, it's like that little thing where you dig to get to the gold and then you stop short and the gold's right on the other like side. Like right there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just digging yeah, I missed the blessing because you stopped too yeah. early. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, sure. it's just been a beautiful journey, and I know people think that sounds real jacked up, you know what yeah, I mean? But I am not sorry for any of it at yeah. all, because had I not walked through that darkness, yeah. I, and that I say it all the time, but it's Your so true, I would not know what his glorious light is, and exactly. that is yeah. the truth of it matter, changes you know what I mean? It does. And so, like, we go to this uh, recovery church, and it's like a worship, and I'm telling you, like, that is one of my favorite things is worship. When I worship... I worship, you right. know what I mean? And I jump and no, I scream and I'm like, woo, because yeah. I know what he pulled me out of, you right. know what I mean? And I am just eternally grateful for it. And, um, I don't take it lightly at all, you know, right. cause I know it was him. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, anyway, so I come home and, um, me, Ava and Jeff are, you know, trying to learn how to live together again. Cause we, <laughs> everything's just been real jacked up for a couple of years and, um, I don't know. I, I went, started school. I only had five classes left to graduate wow. um, when I did get I into addiction. Yeah. Like, literally, I was that close. It's yeah. crazy. Wow. So I get out of prison. I'm like, I have five classes, and I'll have my bachelor's. So I'm like, I have to finish. That's just silly. So I <laughs> finished the five classes, graduated in May with my bachelor's um, in criminal justice, and then I modified off probation early, a year, a little bit. Yeah, not a year early. Year yeah. early. That never happens. Ever. Ever. Never. So, um, and then I got this job just fell in my lap to kind of um to work with your awesome mom at uh, Grace and Mercy Transitional House. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot she's my that boss. Worked together. Yep. 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 My yeah. mother is yes. her boss. Yeah. Yep. You know, she let really her have the day off today. Yeah. She <laughs> did to be here. What's really cool about that, she was talking about being on probation and when she got released from probation and she got this job and she's been rocking it out daily um wee hours being in ministry you know what that looks Uh, like like it's it's exhausting and but highly rewarding um the probation officer she has is actually now on the board for grace and mercy yeah really like she was so touched by what was going on her name um I don't know, I think. Give me the first letter. She just always said her probation office. Hannah? (laughs) Joe Hannah. Joe Hannah. That was going to help, like you were going to play a guessing game? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it was in Fort Wayne? No, No, here in Huntington. Huntington. Joe Hannah. Oh, I don't know who that is. She was my probation officer, so I was literally at work. And, um, she calls me and I'm in your mom's office and, um, I put her on speakerphone. She's like, congratulations, you're off probation. And, um, I was just thrilled because I had done a couple years, I think, you know? Um, so anyway, we just started talking and Mm then, um, it just come up that we needed a board member because she wanted to come take a tour of the place. And, 
Um, I, we were like, yeah, absolutely. And then, wow. um, yeah, your mom asked her and she was like, yes, I would love to. Mm. So That's amazing. I just think it's yeah. really cool, you know, and I have such a good relationship like with my probation officers because I've had three in the whole two years <laughs> yeah. um, with all of them. And I, I work with them now because now I have women that are sentenced and I have right. to continue contact with them but yeah. on this side so that's kind of that cool. cool um but yeah and it's then like the, god was building that network right. she needed. Yeah. <laughs> like the officers i have an awesome relationship with my arresting officer that built the case against me well i love him they're yeah. seeing a different perspective like they yeah. knew you before they knew mm-hmm. you like yeah. during your bad and now yeah. they see you like today so yeah. it also is giving them a different light on the people that they're gonna arrest sure. yeah. he and would stop by and be like listen Yes, he you did. You got to fix Absolutely this. Like, this did. is a mess. Right. Mm-hmm. He, six months before they kicked my door in, um, he stopped by him and another officer. Um, and I answered the door and I'm thinking like, well, this is the day. <laughs> what are <you> people doing? <laughs> Worst day ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but he was like, listen, and he knew everything about me. Oh, yeah. He was like, uh, so I see your doctor's appointments on Thursday. You got any pills left? And I was like, no. Why? What's it to you? Like real cocky, at, right, you know? Right. And he's like, well, what are you going to do till then? And I'm like, well, I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. it was just <laughs> mind blowing how much I'm like, y'all are really checking up on me, aren't you? Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, but he was like, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to go get help. Yeah. Go get help before something bad happens. Mm. Right. I'm like, mm, it's probably not going to happen. Right. Like, how do you just, because that was just, you know what I mean? Like, how do you want me to get through these horrible withdrawals? Please right. tell me that because that You're is not what was it. stopping. Yeah, right. Like, they that can was, say that, but they're yeah. not the ones going through it. I mean, For I sure. tried, Jeff and I, we went it. like through, it was probably like 13 hours of nonstop to where I was convulsing. Um, mm-hmm. I can't even describe to the <laughs> Walk out the door, make hell. a half a block down the road, right back into the house. Couldn't even make it anymore. Like, Lay down, so half asleep, get up. Because you know what's going to make you yeah. So, and it's just mm-hmm. like five one down thing. the road. Yeah. Right. Immediately. Yeah. 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 So, so can, can I highlight one thing? Because we talked about this in men's group last night. So we're talking about this whole idea of like being passionate for the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. and one of the things, and I hear this all the time, like, mm-hmm. well, it's different from somebody who's come from an addiction background. I grew up in the church. So sure, the person who was rescued from addiction is going to be more yep. passionate than the person that grew up in religion. Right. Yeah. Sure. Wait a second. Listen. To a certain extent. No, not a, this should never be true. This should never be true. Mm -hmm. The same Holy Spirit rescued you. Here's the deal. You need to look at that life and see what you were rescued from. Because when you're seeing this, just so you understand, from God's perspective, the rescue was the same. Absolutely. The rescue was the same. And I don't know why you think that rescue is a greater gift than mm-hmm. the rescue that you got but you missed it because the rescue was the rescue we mm-hmm. were both rescued from the same thing a place that we deserve a place right. that we still deserve andrea had to live through it you know and go through it you didn't but the rescue of the, the gift same. that he yeah. gave you yeah so that the excuse to not be passionate for the lord and not worship and like you said, I yeah. worship and scream because I know what I was rescued from. Mm-hmm. I know we were rescued from the same yep. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we? Like, right. uh, it's so funny because at life, you know, I'm not sure if people know they're allowed to clap or not allowed to clap. <laughs> people are just talking <laughs> about We did. That I today. said, listen, so listen you come uh, to life church. And y'all it's are like, going to think we're nuts yeah. if we came no, to your service. Yeah. So I'm like, it's so funny <laughs> because it's like the smattering. Like, yeah. Uh, 
Yep. And I'm like, what the world is going on around <laughs> yep. here? Like, why isn't anybody excited? But you know how it is. Culturally, it gets weird. Yeah. I'm like, yes. scream, yell, amen, talk. Well, like here's it. the way that I really just wrap my brain around it. Before I came to the Lord, I would go to concerts. What did I do at these concerts? Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Woo! Yeah, and I'm jumping up yes. and down with yes. my, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> why can't we do that for the Lord? Well, she did I that in the car, too. Again, I don't <laughs> I understand this concept of, like, because I went to church forever, the rescue's not the same. Right. Oh, yeah, and you it is really absolutely don't the same. see yeah. yourself right. the way that God sees you yep. because yeah. we Very all true. needed rescue, yep. you know, and we all have different life stories. But yep. if we're right. talking about what we were rescued from, and how we should be celebrating mm -hmm. that, you just are looking at it wrong. Right. I mean, because just because somebody had an addiction and yeah. was rescued from addiction and you were rescued from, you know, you're saying Lying nothing. I mean, they're yeah. just saying nothing. Because yeah. I just yeah. grew up in church, so I, my rescue was not near as dramatic. I'm yeah. like, okay, I wish you could see the spiritual realm and the right. understanding and the things that were going yeah. on, and I yeah. wish you could know what you were rescued from. Because if you did, you would mm -hmm. not be like... I kind of grew up in a church and it's kind of why I'm, you know, complacent and not really excited yeah. because I don't really have that much to be excited about. And I'm going right. to be like, yep. <laughs> can you hear that through the thing? I want to like <laughs> bang my head on the wall because that makes no sense to me. I like, think yeah. people just like, they see those stories and they think that they're so much worse than their life. So they kind of, well, A, they're comparing and B, they're not really putting into perspective that God does see everything the same. Like a lie is the same thing as like yeah. if someone was rescued from a lie, yeah. it's the same thing. Because yeah. that lie may be the same feeling of how our addiction was. Yeah. But you the, know what I mean? Yeah, but the, what we're trying to say is, is like, let's get to the heart of this. Right. Like, what are you truly rescued yeah, from? The because damnation, the yeah, eternal fire. Yeah, from that, what you deserved. Yeah. And that's to be separated from God from forever in a mm -hmm. place called hell. Right. Just because you grew up in the church or you had an addiction, we both got rescued from what we deserve. Right. And we should be jumping yeah. up yes. every single day that we wake up and encounter a graceful, merciful Lord that forgives me when I don't yep. deserve it. I don't care if my sin was this and yep. your sin mm -hmm. was that. At the end yeah. of the day, the rescue's the same and we should be celebrating it like we celebrate right. every other Everything. thing in life. Yeah. Every other thing in life, we're, we don't do this unless you're at a golf tournament. <laughs> no golf I mean, you are at the Savior's yeah. place celebrating with other yeah. people, giving them a witness to how excited you are about Jesus. And you're like, oh, why is it like that? It was okay. Why is you know? it like that? Like, there are just some churches that like, I don't know, like, if I did that here, I think people would look at me weird. You know, maybe at first until it like became a normal no, thing. No, no, like listen, but, yeah, bring you the know? littles back. Why is anybody <laughs> whistling? No, I, again, this is what I think we need. Too many times, it's like there's some churches that worship in a certain way, right. they're yep. passionate, and they right. scream and raise their hands and do whatever. And then there's certain churches that are, and you need to pick the one that fits more. And I'm like, <laughs> get excited. Yeah. I don't yeah. care how you yeah. show your excitement. Right. Get excited. Yeah. You know, if you're excited express it in the same way you would if you were excited in life. Right. Some people raise their hands. Some people clap. Some people whistle. Some people mm -hmm. do. But yeah. but be excited because your Lord and Savior rescued, rescued you. you. Yeah. And this yeah. is a reminder every single day to do it. And so let's talk about, so Matthew 25, that's what we talked about this mm -hmm. week. So the whole idea is intentional Christmas. Right. So the idea is we're naturally selfish, mm -hmm. right? So yep. Christmas just sometimes highlights it. You know, because we're focused a lot. Very you know, it does so. one or the other. Like you're like, oh, it's Christmas time. I need to think of other people. Or it's like it's Christmas time and I got all these gifts to buy and tree to put up and all the stuff that goes with it. And you get yeah. somewhat miss the point, yeah. you know, of celebrating 
the birth of Christ. And mm -hmm. so we started with this idea in Matthew 25 that was like, we need to be intentional when it comes to this idea of other people, right? And we need to figure out, like, what is it that he wants us to do, you know? And so in Matthew 25, he starts with, and so we're kind of crunched on time, so I'm just going to sum it up. So he starts with some parables, right? So the parable of the 10 virgins. So it starts with that. And essentially it was some of them were prepared and some, some weren't. So he's like, mm -hmm. you should be prepared because someday I'm coming back. Someday yep. there's going to be, you know, and you need to be ready. Then it goes to the parable of the landowner who gave away the bags of gold and they got the bags of gold and essentially it wasn't, I'm coming back. So you should take that and you should be intentional to grow it, right? Yep. It gave you something, you should be intentional. Then he gets to this part of like, okay, now if you didn't get this, let me bring it into perspective. And here's the perspective. There's a day of reckoning coming. Mm -hmm. I told you to be intentional, right? And I think some people are out there like, well, I don't really know what to be intentional about and what's he really mean? He said, I'll yeah. just sum it up for you. Mm -hmm. So he says, I'm going to separate the sheep from the goats. And he says, this is how the separation is going to work. So some are going to go, the sheep are going to go to one way and the goats are going to go the other way. And the separation is based upon whether you did these things. You fed the hungry, you took mm -hmm. care of the sick, you clothed the naked, you visited people in jail. Essentially, he's highlighting this idea that we would, because there could be a full list. You know, sure. the, the list could yeah, be yeah, way yeah. longer. Oh, yeah. But I think he highlights this idea. These are the marginalized people of the world, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, he's like, I agree. you get into this focus sometimes of taking care of people who are like you, mm -hmm. and you forget sometimes that there are people that are not like you, that yeah. are marginalized. So remember intentionality takes you getting outside of your natural circle and working towards people who are not in it. So he highlights that, you know, and he says, if you do these things, come in, your inheritance is great. Welcome mm -hmm. to the kingdom of heaven. Because when you did this, it's like doing it for me. But then the real like harder part, I think for people to get is then he comes back and says, so you guys that didn't do it, you're going to hell. Yeah. Now think about this. Yeah. So, in a grace-filled salvation, right? So we tell people all the time, like, you can only be saved by grace, by faith. That's the only way we get saved. Now, all of a sudden, he's telling you a parable. Here's the parable. If you're not taking care, if you're not intentional about other people, mm -hmm. you're going to hell. Now, how's that supposed to work? How does that fit into the whole, and why would he even say it? So why would a, because he already told us this, right? Like, it's grace, and it's mercy, and right. and you can't earn it. Then he comes back and says, but you know, when it comes to judgment day, some people are going to get yeah. separated and you know how they're going to get separated on whether or not they were intentional about other people. Yeah. You know, so isn't that, so what I want to talk about is this, <clears throat> here's what's interesting to me <clears throat> about the church sometimes. And it's I never said, taught, huh? That's never taught. But here's, here's, my, here's the funny thing. And I said this in our men's group last night. So usually people, like we, we talk about or we do the things that we think we're graded on. Mm -hmm. You know, so as an example, like people give their life to Christ. And naturally what people look at is, is are you being better, Andrea? Like, are you better? You stop doing all the bad things you're doing. And, you know, yeah. so it's again, mm -hmm. like we know Andrea's good because she stopped doing drugs. We know Jenny's good because she stopped doing drugs. We know Jeff is good because now he's going back to church. And so mm -hmm. we determine good sometimes about how yeah. you are so. and what you do. But we are, we would already determined this scripture already decided that Jeff's bad. Yeah. Jeff's never good enough. Mm -hmm. No, ever. So this whole idea of whether he is or isn't yeah. reading his Bible or isn't, or it is or isn't doing drugs, mm -hmm. we're never good enough. So this idea of determination of good being 
whether we ourselves are doing the things that we're supposed to do or we ourselves are getting better, that's not this determination. You know what the determination of good on the judgment day was? Whether you thought about somebody else other than yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why isn't that taught? Because I told him last night, you know, the funny thing is I about flunked out of school and VBS both. <laughs> when I went to VBS, you know what they preached? Like you what? couldn't graduate to the next level of VBS unless you could memorize a scripture verse and say it in front of everybody. I failed. Like you no, here's the point. Laid <laughs> it off my hand. Yeah. But think about this, Jeff. <laughs> Did we teach our young people to reach their friends or memorize the Bible? Right. Memorize the Bible. Yeah. Is that what yeah. he's saying? Yeah. What, yeah. did, what does scripture say you're going to be held accountable for? It, how much you know or what you did? What you did. Right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, what has happened to the church? Mm-hmm. They were so focused on this idea of, like, this is about me getting better and about me. And I'm not saying we shouldn't get better. Like, I, I mean, obviously right. he wants us to read scripture, and obviously he wants us to do these things. But how have we missed the point of being so focused on our own lives that we forgot about other people? Because right. that has to be what's happening. You know, I mean, because if we're, if we're naturally selfish, and I, and I said this before, one of the reasons the churches aren't growing is because I don't think people care about people anymore. Yeah. Like, they yeah. forgot. They're like, as long as I'm good, as long as I'm good, and this is what right. I always tell them, I don't know, if you read this, you're not too good. Yeah. Right? And I think that's somewhat humbling when he says, on Judgment Day, I'm not going to ask you how much you knew right. or what you did or how much of your life was right. I'm going to ask you what you did for other people. Mm-hmm. And you can put that list together you know, on what those things are. So talk to me a little bit about maybe your own experience of like how you guys, because you guys have, like in your ministry, you've said like, I've had this life experience and God has changed me, but we're turning around and we're giving it to other people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. So that they can see Jesus too. Yeah. I mean, because you guys are investing into the lives of other people. It wasn't just, I got over my addiction. Thank the Lord. Now I'm going to go back to normal life. Well, there's a awesome quote for recovery and it's, you can't keep what you have unless you give it away. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the same uh, principle for me. My recovery is Jesus Christ, period. Um, But um, I just think that like ev- just watching the sermon and everything, it just I could really resonate with just everything that Jeff and I, even as a couple, have been through. And then what we're doing with these ministries is just giving back. And you mm-hmm. have to love people who are sometimes unlovable. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? A lot of the um, time. Yeah. Right. And so it that, like I believe me, it is so hard. Like I am so passionate about doing this, but it definitely can be a very emotionally draining. Yes. Yes. And, yes. Um, yeah, I need him every day. Yeah. Right. Well, what Jesus was mm-hmm. saying in Matthew 25 is, is that if you go serve other people, it's like serving me. So yeah, you're doing it yeah. in two ways. So one, he's teaching us this principle that would say, if you want a personal relationship with me, mm-hmm. pour into other people. Yeah. Because you're gonna, it's going to grow because what you do for the least of these, I'm going to be there. And so we can't even explain this, but when you do it, you're mm-hmm. going to get a, something back yeah. that you can't get when you're selfish. Mm-hmm. right? No. And then he also says... And you're going to do it. The reason you're going to do it is your motivation isn't to be good. Your motivation is because you see Jesus in exactly what you were saying. Like the motivation for us doing this or serving other people is because I see Jesus in Jenny. Whether she sees it or not, I see it. And my motivation to serve her Mm -hmm. is because I see Jesus in here. And what I want to bring to the surface is Jesus doing the work in her so she can see the same thing. Right. Right. So she can see Jesus in the midst of that. And that's some of what you guys are doing with 
you know, right. people as you guys are working, whether it's through your testimony ministry, through the church, or whether, yep. you know, in right. your individual stuff that you're doing. And the testimonies are huge. I mean, that means a lot. So you pouring into Jenny because you see Jesus in Jenny. Then Jenny starts to see value in herself and then sees it in other people and starts to bring it right. through the Cafe of Hope or through mm-hmm. podcasts. Same right. with Andrea, who she dumps into. Like, there's very tangible evidence of that growth in yeah. people just from what you just said. It right. just keeps and testimonies growing. are like a real big thing. Like, that's what we're trying to get more around here. That's what mm-hmm. we've been talking about right. is trying to start a testimony mm-hmm. night because we could sit there and read the Bible, but sometimes the best Bible for people to read is the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, they may never really ever dig into a Bible, but looking into the life of Mike Hill and how he carries himself, Virginia or Andrea, mm-hmm. or Nick back here with the headphones on. Like, what does that look like? That might be the only Bible that they ever seen. I don't yeah. know what version Nick is, but yeah. <laughs> what is, like, what well, but let's let's again. And everybody knows me because they know I love the Bible and they know I love mm-hmm. to read. But there is no more powerful story than yours, right? Yeah, there's just not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we say all the time we need to be the best storytellers yeah. possible because there is no story like yours. And when you say it, you put God on display. Like right. that's mm-hmm. the point. And I don't even mean this bad, but let's, let's be honest. When a lot of people read this, it doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can help make some sense of it, but when I can, and this is why we're doing the podcast, because your story and mm-hmm. your story and Jenny's story and my, how we do life, that a, that's yeah. a powerful testimony that we need to say. Like, God right. is alive, yeah. and God is working. And sometimes <laughs> when you read this, you wonder. Yeah. yeah. Because this is ancient history, and right and you don't really know and how does it all fit together and it doesn't even really make any sense to me but your story Mm -hmm. like connects and your story connects and we need to remember there's power in a story and there's power in remembering that you know we need to tell people and the reason we need to tell people because he's still living he's still changing lives he's still showing up in jail cells he's still showing up in houses he's still showing up in Wherever you are, yep. he's still he's showing up. Yep. Like, look for Places him. Places you don't want him to be, he'll be there. <laughs> right. No, that's my. But my yeah, point is, sure. look for him. Yeah, like he's still showing up because he wants that. He wants us to be able to see those mm-hmm. things. And so I think you're right. Like we need to not forget the power of our story. Right. Put together with his story of mm-hmm. redemption, yep. you know, can change the lives of people. You yeah. know, and so how do we help? Let, let, let's talk about how do we help our audience or maybe how are you like looking at your own life to say, you know what, at the end, I do know this, like there is an accountability for whether I was intentional with other people. And so what can we give back to our audience to say like, this has been helpful for me. This is what's allowed me to be able to look at other people in a different way. So tell me like through your story or, or way that you could give a suggestion or helpful thing to our audience to say, if we know that we need to be out there helping other people, this is what I do to help me with the process. Cause none of us are perfect. Some days right. we're very selfish and we just wake up yeah. and it's all about me today and it's okay. Right. Like we work yeah. through that, but help get a perspective on maybe some things that, that you've done or some things that you, other people can do and try to, to help invest in the lives of other people. So Jenny, any thoughts or do we have to wait on you again? Like <laughs> no. always normally you do, but you have it right now. It takes a lot for my brain to like really think about things. No, I know. I'm so, so glad did, he called you first. Do we need to wait? I know, to, right? Do, no. do we need to move <laughs> on to Jeff? What? You said, I'm so glad that you were called on first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for me, like looking back on my own life, like sometimes I have to remember what I've gone through. Cause sometimes I feel so far from it, even though I'm not that it's really hard to push off and not, think that that happened. But for me, I have to like put myself back in that situation, not 
in this situation, but I have to remind myself of where I came from. Mm -hmm. And then by that, I'm reminded of how I felt and what this person is going through. Because mm -hmm. sometimes I'll see people that are going through something that I could help them from, but I'm not always on that mindset like I need to be. So... And don't you think, too, Jenny, like you, for sure, and I want to keep reminding of you this, you need to be remi reminded of your calling and who you are. Right. Yeah. Like, God told you he's going to use your story to change the lives of people. So don't let distractions yeah. and work and stress and other things, your mm -hmm. dog, keep you away <laughs> from. <laughs> hey, he could lead somebody to no. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. We're not even going down that road. We're late already. <laughs> but, but my point is right. sometimes you need to be reminded. Like, yeah. you know, he gave you a story, but the story is to, to, to tell to help other people. Yeah. And you do a great job of that but i'm just saying it's easy to be, be reminded that that you've been called that right. you've been separated that you've been gifted that the holy spirit's living in you to yeah. be able to do those things really like one thing i pull on the most is what somebody had prophesied to me mm -hmm. and those words alone have kept me going when i felt the most like defeated yeah. i guess or distracted or like i remember that i do have a calling i remember those words and that has helped me a lot to be able to remember like you need to keep moving right Right. Good. Jeff, thoughts? Um, I could kind of like share like uh, my perception of what addicts look like before I ever lived with somebody I loved that was in addiction or met so many people that I care for that were in it or life experience in other ways that um, I use as a constant reminder. But I, I a lot of times my my fallback to like re bring myself where I need to be mm -hmm. um, is influence. Um, and this is probably six years ago you talked about king david and the influences that he had on on people and when we think about the one who god called one of his own like he you know david was so close to god that he then went out and did what he did and brought everything apart and had a guy killed and whatever so the influence that each and every one of us have no no matter if you think well like you said earlier in the church um i was never like in addiction so i don't have this passion and this 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 push forward like some of these people did that have like these really traumatic life stories mm -hmm. that God rescued them from because I don't feel as rescued in that same mm -hmm. way or I don't have that same drive um, that it doesn't matter if you've went to church your whole life and um, you don't think you have an influence. You have a very strong influence and it can be something as simple as a kind word in a grocery store line to your child mm -hmm. that might influence the person behind you and in the same way a derogatory comment about somebody may affect somebody third hand, fourth hand down the road. Like right. that influence that each and every one of us have and the responsibility that comes with us as kingdom men and women yeah. that are serving that purpose um, to move his word forward and to bring people uh, closer to him. It depends a lot on our influence. So when I start to like feel like I'm not good enough or um, I'm not equipped or I'm just really, I'm tired and I don't really want to do this no more. There's nobody showing up. Like, what does this look like? Um, I got to remember that I still have an influence. So if people aren't showing up and I decide to check out, there could be people that missed out, mm -hmm. yeah. right? You know, it could have been that one day that I checked out and somebody showed up and knocked on the door and nobody was there because I decided today wasn't the day for me. You know, yeah, and so, I, can I add to it, yeah, Jeff, absolutely. a little bit? Because I think, you know, you hit on two things. One, we can have good influence or bad influence. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think we see that as, like, action-oriented. And so I, I just want to remind people that we can also have an influence by doing nothing, sure. by yeah. having no yeah. action yeah. in your life. Absolutely. And I think that's actually one of yeah. the greatest cultural things that's wrong yeah. in the church today is we've yeah. accepted the culture of apathy 
Yeah. And the, the idea and that we forgot that we're influencing everybody around us. Because when you move, either other people are going to... When you're a church that moves, you're either going to get up and move with it yeah. or you're going to be comfortable because we told you just keep sitting around. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I think what you're saying is awesome that we like our influence and our actions, we can be derogatory and it can have influence or we can be positive and have influence, but we also can have influence by sitting back and yeah. doing nothing. And the people around us are saying, wow, that's just the way to do it. So, yeah. you know, being reminded that ap apathy is also an influence and honestly has become somewhat of an epidemic, yeah, you know, in, in yeah, doing no things. So. Definitely. Yep. Next. My mindset um, <laughs> before I ever got into addiction and before I was ever in relationship with Christ, super arrogant I feel like and mm. um very prideful and I'm just being real yeah, like I sure. looked at people in a completely different light than mm. what I do do now and mm -hmm. even even at the even I guess at the core of myself then I thought I was this like great good person mm -hmm. and, do you know what I mean no, until yeah, I sure. really truly was just in a cell with Jesus in the Bible and really just started reading and um I guess just all of my flaws and sin were um, shown to me mm. and um, I was pretty disgusted with myself. So I guess um, it just flipped. I just had this complete flip and I don't know how else to describe it. Um, and then just going through addiction and um, incarceration and right. all of it. Um, now I am way more compassionate towards mm. um, we're just broken. Right. Every mm -hmm. single right. one of us are broken right. um, in different ways, you mm -hmm. know? And I guess I just, before I never, I didn't know that. As crazy as that sounds, right. I no. did not no. know that. Right. I thought that I just had it all together mm -hmm. and I have goals and I'm going to sit like, it's just, it's crazy right. how different your mindset can change when you have an encounter with Christ because mm -hmm. yeah, everything. Um, everything changes. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll end it up with this. Like I'm a naturally, um, so I'm a naturally driven person. So I've always mm -hmm. thought this, like I could have a big time addictive personality because I'm like, I'm either all in or I'm all out, yeah, you I know? And yeah. so I, when I go anywhere down a road, it's like, this is either going to go really bad or like really good, <laughs> you know, because I'm like going down these roads hundred yeah. miles an hour. So I have to be very intentional with my time and the things that I do, because otherwise I'm naturally selfish to get done what I want. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I want to, I want to get these things done. And, and I don't even mean this in a bad way, but people can sometimes be an interruption to yeah. getting life done. And I don't even, and I hope people understand that. It's just like, like you guys were saying, you could line your day up and sometimes it's nice not to have anything in your day, but what you want to do. Yeah. So I have to be very intentional on like, if I'm going to do this and invest in the lives of other people, I need to really, put it in my calendar like I have to put yeah. it in my calendar I honestly won't get it done like I have to make sure so for me who is a planner so not everybody's personality is this way but I'm a planner so I need to go through at the beginning of my week so we do it on Sunday and mm -hmm. I need to go through and plan my week or otherwise it'll just naturally everything else will come in whatever happens so I would just recommend if we you know want to go down this road and value other people it's not that I don't value you because I put you in my calendar. It's I do value you because that's my personality. And right. so I think mm -hmm. for some people, that's just the way yeah. that it has to work. Mm -hmm. Like it, some sure. other people could just do it whenever. Yeah. For me, I need to have it in my calendar. Otherwise, I'll never get it done. And yeah. so I think that's something. And the other part of it is I think all of us need to remember Remember what's at the end, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, so when I wake up every day, you know, there's two things that that I'm reminded of, especially lately. 
thank you that I got breath today because yeah. I mean, life has become very, you know, fragile, mm -hmm. you know, and the whole Indeed. idea of like, you just don't know. And yeah. you guys have experienced it and yeah. I've experienced it. And a lot of people have experienced it. I get today. So I'm going to try to take yep. advantage right. of today. And I know that I'm seeing you soon. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what soon is. It might be my own death or you might be coming back. Yeah. I don't want to be caught off guard. Right. I want to know that to the best of my ability, I'm doing what you asked me to do. I'm loving other people to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to come in safe when it comes to standing at the gates. I don't want to be standing. I want to become sliding in sideways. Yep. <laughs> I want like to be that going, I yeah. want to be running so hard yeah. that that, that car is doing three sixties on the way in and crashes <laughs> into the wall. Cause that's just the way I want to live. Like I don't want to just make it without any scars or make right. it just barely yeah. getting there. I want to, I want to know that I ran it hard and I ran it to the end and we could slide through. And I think for all of us, we, you know, it's something that, that you guys are showing and that, that we're trying to help people understand, right. like, let God work, let yeah. him, let him, let him, let the Holy spirit, let's, let's bring back the, not even bring back, let's make aware of the supernatural. Yes. God's, yeah. doing, Amen. God's doing amazing things and he wants to change the world and he wants to use you. Yep. Will you be a part of mm -hmm. it? You know, and that's what we're hoping for. So Ending it up, so fan segments. You guys get a vote on Christmas trees. So our yes. Oh yeah, Jenny, I took your side. It's so okay. Go ahead, explain our fan segment. All right. So our fan segment is we pick a theme each week. I don't know which thing I'm looking at. I haven't even looked at it the whole it's time. Okay. You don't I know, have to look at it. You got a great producer. He's that's, doing you that's fine. That's true. I do. <laughs> yeah. Nick. But He's, you send us a picture on whatever our theme is every week to the roundtable at lifehuntington.com, and you have a chance to win a $10 gift card. And so and last we week's was. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You don't want me no, to. No, keep going. I'm usually sorry. you always make me you. say this. I always want you to say We do it, this because we want you. interaction. We want comments, feedback, questions. We yeah. want to basically be in touch with you and. We want this to be more than what it is. So yeah. we need your help. Continue the conversation. Yes. So it happens in that yes. way. All right. Yeah. So we're voting on Christmas trees. Yes. Yeah, so Christmas trees was this week. Okay. We so have had He's a got lot. it up there too. You don't even we, have to yeah. turn oh. it on. Yeah. We had a ton of them. Okay. Like so many that we couldn't even put all of them in here. So to everyone that may be watching the send them in, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one is Nick. Are we allowed to say their names? Well, that's Olivia's. Is that Olivia's? I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> if we vote on that's it, how are we going to know who wins? I'm pretty sure that's Olivia. Okay, so Olivia's. Yeah, it is. Oh, and I wow. do know that's Gus. Who's the Gus? Dog. The dog. Huh? The dog's so name that is even, Gus. So what's that mean? I don't know. You're supposed to be looking at the Christmas She doesn't know the I know, name of the family, but, but she knows the dog. If we don't remember who it was, I know the that that's dog Gus. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so Look the Kriegers put their dog is. in the picture because they thought Jenny would vote on it. Then. I know. I really. Yep. That's yep. smart. What do they call that? They call that placement. Are you serious? The dog influence is going too far. Look at him. Wow, that's different. I that's know. Cool. Isn't that pretty? Yeah. Are we voting on the picture or just the tree? Just the, the tree. tree. Just yes, the tree. Just the tree. So okay. no dog votes. <laughs> I mean, it made me like the tree more. This one is Tara Long's. Okay. That's a big tree. It yeah, is. that's cool. Is it real or fake? I know that's what I wow, want. Wow, a white tree. This yep. is Gary. Gary Rubel. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen a white tree in a long I time. I know. And look, it's pink too. Way to go in making your tree pink for your daughter. <laughs> that should be no. Wow, that's, no, that's pretty. elegant. Yeah. That is. That's like an elegant tree. Yeah. Very fancy. Whose is that? Uh, the 
<gasps> it looks like there's snow on it. You think they oh, did yeah. spray painted snow? Remember those cans of spray that had snow yes. on them, like that were highly flammable? <laughs> like back in the '80s, nobody cared. They're like, put this on your tree, and everybody was smoking around the tree. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Like, like the trees. cat that yes. got its tail yes. on fire from. Oh. What is that movie? Yes. Crapper Soul. You which, know that movie. Oh, know which movie? Christmas old Vacation. Movie. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yeah, man, Where the on, cat yeah. did what? Where his tail got on fire. Yeah. No, and no, he, he bit the lights. Yeah, he, he bit the lights and his whole body was on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he burnt the chair up. <laughs> yeah, he was like. But he yeah. was on fire. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This next one is from Hannah Bagma. She says she's getting um, <laughs> a little bit behind. So I know what it is. Nice. Isn't that great? So that's what her tree would look like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so for the, those just way listening, to outside of the yeah, box. The, it's just a tree um, that she snowflake. Yeah, wrap it's very it. bright. It's, yeah. it's very bright, like it. vibrant. Look, it's a snowman. snowman. Look, it's got shoes that's and boots. Cool. Never yeah. have seen one like that. I Isn't that ever? That's actually kind of neat. I know. Wow. And all the youngs coming through. Right. That was gonna say. And that. no dog. From a creativity cool. standpoint, that would. I know. I know. Oh, that's pretty. That wow. is so beautiful. See, that's her traditional. That's got that the color lights. Wait, are those? Co- yeah, those are on. colored lights. Who doesn't like color lights? Why in can't here? we bring them back? Okay, well, my wife only <laughs> did white lights. <laughs> really? So it used to be white lights. Oh, I always used to do color back in we the day. We used to have colored, back and in they the day flashed. I did. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they like twinkled or whatever they yeah. were called. Well, Who's is this one, Nick? Um, Shawnee. Huh? Shawnee was before. That was Shani. That's what I That's her actual name. But Shani. My bad. This one is drum roll. I told you I would separate them, Nick. Debbie Debbie Young. Debbie and her colored lights. Yeah, that's cool. I just love the whole vibe. What's next? That is pretty. That's cool. It's a little. Okay. It's got colors on it, and it's white And it's got a nativity scene. I like the nativity scene. Wait for it. Can you zoom it? This is this is Kopke manure's tree. It's got little <laughs> Nick Kopke. I'm like, I was hey, turn around and maybe able to see it better. Yeah. yeah so he has okay. like it all has to emojis. do with his manure business. Manure. Yeah. So he works. Oh. Yeah. That makes it more funny. Is the fact that that's, that's what he does. Funny. Yeah. No. So everything on there has something to do with. Like the scripture That's verse smart. that he put on there is about fertile soil. It is. Because manure <laughs> didn't put on. So, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so he did funny. it all that went with, see the little poop thing you at the bottom? You decorated it? Huh? You decorated it? No, I didn't decorate it. He oh. was showing it to me last night. That is so funny. No, he showed it to me last That's night. and was saying, like, when you put this up here, don't forget the intentionality. It's got pigs and cows and <laughs> poop and, I mean, know. that's creative, too. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I know. I, I do, do like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so here's the big vote. Why do I always have to go first? You don't have to. I picked Jeff. the poop one. <laughs> but I um, really wanted to pick Aries, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which um, one stood out to you, Jeff? I'm going to go with the Mr. Hanky tree. <laughs> the, the poop tree. <laughs> Mr. Hanky tree. Hanky. Yeah. Yeah. The cop key tree. Oh, that, yeah, for sure. I know. The poop tree. Yeah, it was hard. Key, that is, that yeah, is awesome. I, again, so Nick, do you have a vote? My vote doesn't even matter. No, it does. Yeah. It does. I was oh. going to go with the snowman tree. I that know. Was, you know what? That was my number two. Yeah, so was I was number snowman two. tree, yeah. too. But number you guys, two, and then you guys the other year with out, the so color lights. There were so many. We should have two winners. Yeah, so, huh? We should have two winners. Well, you can't. You're there in charge so of it. There were so many. You're of them. in charge of it. Do yeah. you want two winners? Yes. First, second, third. Okay, so Shani yes. and Nick okay. win for the top okay. two. Okay. Right. So, the, so the snowman tree. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it was just those okay. Were so what's next week? Creativity. What's next week? So next week with the whole like intentionality and how we're doing intentional Christmas, okay. we want you to send in the pictures from you doing something. What? It's so funny. <laughs> you seem to get lost. I do. <laughs> I don't know like what you happened. You forgot what you were saying. I do, though. Like, I know. I okay, so what do you want them to send Pick. In? I'm trying to say it, okay. but then I'm getting lost in the midst of it. Okay. Pictures of you doing something intentional. So, okay. like, say... Like give somebody has something to be nice, intentional? Yes, because okay. it's going along with the intentional Christmas that okay. we're doing. So, so it could be you putting the cart back. It could be you helping... I don't know, hold a door open, anything. Okay. Anything that you're being intentional on. Okay. Yes. It could even be something that's not on that list that we sure. gave yeah. out. Like yeah. you could do anything that you would be like, I thought of somebody else right. and right. and can we add this? It doesn't even have to be a picture. Can they send in just like I did this? Ooh, yes. You know what I mean? Because so, sometimes yes. it's like I want to tell you my story. Like we're that talking better. about the power of story. I like that better. Right. So they could say, This week I did because I valued yes. somebody yes. else. And again, it's not from the standpoint of propping yourself up, it's telling the story. Yeah. You're helping other people learn how to do it. I right. think we need to remember our sharing of our story isn't to prop ourselves up, it's to help other people learn. You know, like, hey, there's a way that I could do it. And to learn that a lot of those moments come in, like, when you least expect it. So to have your eyes open. Yeah, so share your intentional moments of how you valued other people. I like the words better. Yeah, so it could be word or picture, but, yeah, either way you want to do it. But we prefer words. (laughs) Yeah, so... Jeff and Andrew, we just want to say thank you, yes. you guys for yeah. coming thank on you. and being able to Thanks share your story. Us. And again, we're going to continue to pray for you guys as you're going on and, and doing ministry and continue to work in the lives of people, can, you know, praying that he keeps using your story yeah. you know, yeah. to be able to, to change people. And again, thanks everybody for joining us. Again, we want you to subscribe, you know, whether you're watching it on YouTube or whether you're listening to us online, we'd love for you to uh, subscribe. And the way that you can help us is Jenny puts us out on Facebook. If you can share it, yeah. you know, with other yeah. people like, it gives comment. other people an opportunity to be able to see it and see what's going on and, and be able to uh join us in this so again thanks for joining this week we'll see you guys next week bye see ya